All right, everybody, welcome back to the Intoxicated Sports Report. He's Gage Smoji. I'm Emerson Hip, and it's another NFL playoff special. Yes. Gage's favorite time of the year. <laughs> it's unfortunately not a victory uh, Thursday for for my guy, but we're here in the chair in the studio regardless. Soaking it all in. How do you feel? I don't know if you can tell, but I've been pretty quiet since I got here. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna be real with you. It's just still, it's still numb. It's still, it's, it's still, it's still there. It's still numb. And you know, given the news that we've got from the Cowboys the past couple days, it's <laughs> it even, hasn't gotten much better. It's even worse. It's even worse. I'm full blown Oakland A's sell the team right now, but that won't ever happen. And I also haven't decided, you know, I have this full list of, as you can see, things that I want to mention about the Cowboys, that, <laughs> that, that. Um, I don't know if I'm going to go total nuclear on the Cowboys and Jerry Jones, but, you know, we're going to get there. Well, yeah. <laughs> we're going to get there, and we'll see how it goes yeah. as I'm talking about it. Everyone, or no one hold your water on this one. No. <laughs> so, how, how are you? Doing all right. Doing, doing okay? I think better than you, you know, yeah. not to rub it in. Everybody is doing better than me at this very moment. I can promise you that. <laughs> promise you that. Uh, what are you drinking? We're both drinking Negronis. Yes. And these are... <laughs> I would give that a little stir. They're a little, a little, stir, a little yeah. heavy. I didn't water... I didn't uh, dilute them. There's a lot of booze in this cup, and I'm going to need it for this episode, so thank you. <laughs> we have Negronis, and we have some Old Fashions on deck. Uh, on standby, yep. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. What a drink. That is what a, a drink. Good drink. <clears throat> we also just had a great drink before this, so... We're not we're not uh, starting on the podcast. We started before. No, yeah. as we usually do. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> uh, right now we have a little NBA on because that's pretty much all that we got this time of year when it's not Saturday or Sunday. It's officially basketball season for me now, so it's, it's, you know, I'm full basketball mode. Kings play tonight. Okay. Against the uh, Pacers. Good to see your old buddy uh, Halliburton. Is Siakam going to And his play? new running mate. I don't know if he's playing or not. Let's see. We're going to talk about that trade a little bit later. Um, also, like I said, we're going to be recapping a lot of football of from the weekend. How can we? Not a lot of great games, though, unfortunately. No. We'll talk about that. Not really. Um, what was it, one good game? Pretty much. I think so. Yeah. Um, and then talking about more head coaching news, like, uh, like Gage already mentioned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Indirectly. <laughs> Indirectly mentioned. <laughs> Oh, um, we will do a bracket challenge update, but first I wanted to send my condolences out to the family of Dehan Milievich, who passed away uh, tragically uh, from a heart attack uh, this week. Uh, he's a Warriors assistant coach. He's been with the team for the last three seasons. Um, but just, yeah, really sad news. Um, apparently had a heart attack at a team dinner on the road trip that they're currently on. And uh, I think he passed away the next morning or something like that. So really unfortunate and sad news so um yeah thinking about everyone that was affected by him i know he was a huge influence on some some uh european players that have come to the nba mm -hmm. nicole Jokic being the most notable mm -hmm. um so but yeah so he had a huge impact on on the nba and it's unfortunate that he's no longer around just 46 years old, old. yeah we said it <clears throat> perfectly <laughs> my condolences to him and his family and obviously the warriors and I think everybody around basketball is probably feeling their pain right now. Yeah, it's just, just kind of a shock factor. Just for it to happen at a team dinner, it just I wouldn't even want to be no. around anything like that. I, I couldn't even imagine being in that situation. So I'm everybody involved, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And 
I, yeah, I don't really. Know it's yeah. I mean, it's it kind of leaves you speechless. You He's forty six. That's young. Yeah, that's younger than my dad. I mean, obviously, I mean, my dad is my dad, but like, yeah. my dad's not much older than this. You right. know what I mean? So it's, <clears throat> I put that in that kind of perspective that it could just happen at any time. Yep. So enjoy it while you have it. Right. Far too soon. I heard from this guy though. Overseas, he's a pretty damn good player. Yeah, I think I yeah. heard that he won like three MVPs and Ivan three straight for the league that he played in. Yeah, and he was considered to be like the European Charles Barkley. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I heard that, or wherever he played. Yeah, I don't know exactly where he played at, but yeah, say he's a huge influence on Nikola Jokic. Yeah, and that has worked out well for him. Yeah, no kidding. So yeah, that's a bummer, and uh, yeah, well, we won't pour Cheers. one out, but we'll we'll sip one Cheers. for him. Warriors have postponed. Mm-hmm. Two of their games on the schedule. One was supposed to happen yesterday. The other one was supposed to happen tomorrow. And they're going to move those games to later in the year. Um, but on to some less sad news. Uh, bracket challenge. I just want to say thank you to everyone that joined. Oh got 30, 30 entries. What were I, we, last At this time last week, we were at, what, like six? Including us? So yeah. Like four people? That's just kind of the way it goes. Going into Saturday, you know, first kickoff. We had 18. We got 12 more on that day. So I thought that was a huge win. Got got our number of 20, eclipsed yeah. it easily. Yeah. Um, so that was awesome. And, uh, you know, to anyone that told their friends to join too, Austin and Nick being the most uh, most helpful in that regard. Yeah, shout out to Candace and Austin and yeah. Nick and everybody who told their friends about it. Yeah. So and thank you for what everybody <clears throat> paid you too, right? Yeah. I think I'm waiting for... One special person, but I won't name that person. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. But yeah, like you said, there was 30 of us. Yep. 28 other than us, because obviously we're in it too. Right. Huge number for us. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. I couldn't. I mean, you, you scroll a lot. You're like, when, you're, I know. when you're on the app, you're scrolling a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, I'm, I have it up right here. We have eight people tied for first place. Or seven, rather. Um, no one got more than four right in the first round. So I thought that was interesting. How is the guy in first place, in first place, even though the Cowboys are done? I know. And he picked them as their champion. And I don't know you. I think you're probably a friend of... I think it's Nick's buddy. Nick's Chandler. buddies. Yeah. Thank you for being a part of us, yeah. a part of this. But I don't know what you were thinking. <laughs> Respect, respectfully. Well, yeah, it doesn't look good now. I put the no. Cowboys in the, in the Super Bowl. You did. <laughs> like the fool that you are. <clears throat> so there were 18 people that picked the Niners, me included. Yeah. Eight people that picked the Ravens. That was you. Yep. One of you. I picked the Ravens. Ravens. Two of them were Cowboys. Not sure why. One was the Bills, as you can guess, was Devin. I'm and surprised she was the only one, to be honest. I yeah. thought they might get a more love. I mean, if they make it to the Super Bowl or win, I mean, she's going to win. Yeah. Uh, seven, sure. I mean, you would think. Right? Yep. And then, of course, Ethan Meltzer. Love him. Yeah. Had took to, the Rams. Had to pick his Rams. <laughs> I saw it. I'm like, okay, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you just had fun giving us 10 bucks. Right. But thank you once again to everybody <clears throat> for joining. And hopefully we can... Do this again next year. Yeah, maybe more more people, same amount of people. Even if there's not the same amount of people, that's okay. Yeah, I'm I'm glad we got as many as we did. And just to poke fun at Devin, the only only game she got right this week was the Bills. <laughs> yeah, she she had a bad first week, but it's not about how you start. It's yep. about how you finish. I mean, I think she's probably still got a decent amount of possible points. I hope so. You know, the one thing that they need to upgrade about how they show like the standings on here is they need to show everyone's possible points. Remaining. Like they do for, like they do for the NCAA bracket. Yeah. Because I, I think to see it, you have to go to everyone's individual page or whatever, yeah. which is kind of a pain in the ass. But, but yeah, I'm, like I said, very happy that we got as many people as we did. Appreciate you all. Um, we're going to just jump right into football. We're going to save the news for the end of the show. Yeah, let's go um, so, Gage, uh, what happened in the AFC this week? 
Oh, I'm just talking about the AFC? Yeah. Not, not the NFC? Okay. Well, you get to talk about both. <laughs> That's okay. On <laughs> uh, the AFC, the Texans beat the Browns 45-14. to CJ Stroud, have yourself a game. Fuck rookie. yeah. Three touchdowns. He almost had perfect pass rating. Pretty damn close. Yeah. Uh, Joe Flacco. <laughs> <laughs> Tough day. <laughs> Tough day. <laughs> Looking like Dak Prescott. Two pick sixes in the third quarter alone. Yeah. This game was... It was actually close to start. Well, honestly, Flacco was kind of rolling early in the game, and then he just he kind of crumbled. Yeah. But you got to give it to the Texans, man. They're, they're young. They shut. They spread. And, and, they, and they don't care. Yeah. They're young. They're punching them out. They mm-hmm. don't care at all. I love the way D'Amico Ryans is coaching. Yeah. CJ Stroud. Looks pretty legit. I, I, I wish he was the Cowboys quarterback. I'll tell you that much. He's the best quarterback in Texas. Yeah. He's the best quarterback in Texas. <laughs> uh, well, maybe not as good as Quinn Ewers, but, I mean, he's... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, forgot about him. So CJ Stroud, <laughs> absolute stud. He's boy. And, I mean, we'll get to the matchup, but the Ravens shouldn't take this team lightly. No, they can score. I think every team from from the Cowboys game on should learn: do not take the team for granted right. or lightly at right. all. What do you think about this game? I I was I didn't think the Texans had no chance. I, had the, I thought they had better than a puncher's chance to win this game. I picked Obviously the Browns. I, I picked the Browns. Yeah. In this game. Um. But Houston, they they came to play, especially in that second half. They just, you know, put the pedal to the metal and and iced them. That was impressive. Yeah. Thirty-five unanswered points to close out a game. That's that's pretty that's, pretty emphatic. Yeah, it is. It's it shouldn't be that su- surprising. I mean, mm-hmm. like we talked about, they were they were coming into this game with nothing to lose. So, you know, once you get that sense that you can, you, they got you know. Midway through the first half, and they're like, "Okay, yeah, we, we know we can win this game. We can beat this team." They're, they, they're, they're pl- just... playing with house money. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can't you can't beat playing with house money. Yeah, and you give the wrong team some confidence, they'll fucking embarrass you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and they got that firepower to do it. Uh, a game that wasn't too surprising, at least in my opinion, was the Chiefs beating the Dolphins yeah. twenty six to seven. Patrick Mahomes not pedestrian, but two sixty two in the air, one touchdown. The, you know, the weather was tough. Yeah, but was, he he just kind of did his thing, you know. Yeah. And Rasheed Rice had a monster game, too. Eight receptions, 130 for he's, one study. He kind of could be that guy that becomes their difference-making receiver that they've been missing for a lot of the yeah. season. You know, he's just had a great second half of the year. And, you know, um, but, yeah, the, I mean, they no one really expected – I mean, okay, smart people didn't expect Miami to, to do, do well <laughs> in this game. Everyone that was like, yeah, I'm, I think the Dolphins are going to win because the Chiefs haven't been playing that well lately, but – have the Dolphins been playing well the last, like, two months of the season? No, they choked away a three-game lead in the division yeah. and had to go on the road and play in this game. So. But they beat the Cowboys. <laughs> they beat the Cowboys. Which Which that was an ugly game, though. <laughs> it wasn't pretty. <laughs> like you said, Miami, you know, just over you know, 264 yards of total offense. Yeah. And yeah. One, one for 12 on third down. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty bad. Tough. Hey, look at A-Rod in the crowd. That's your boy. That's Brett's boy right there. <laughs> he doesn't, fucking loves A-Rod. Doesn't Brett love A-Rod? <laughs> His favorite player. <laughs> yeah, for an offense that was so prolific all year, I mean, obviously the conditions were not ideal, and clearly Tua was not comfortable no, playing in that no. that weather. Um, that it got to him. So tough, I, tough way to go out for that. I one, do I guess. think Miami is a bad luck of the draw. I kind of feel like I would like their, I would like their chances against anybody else, maybe besides the Bills, to maybe win a game. I mean, think about how different the scenario was. From losing that game to to Buffalo to lose the division, like yeah. Oh, yeah. they would have faced them, faced Buffalo again in their house. Mm-hmm. Had they beat them, you yeah. probably feel pretty confident yeah. in yourselves. And then you get to play another home game after that. 
And instead, you're going on the road playing in sub-zero conditions against the Chiefs. So, Dolphins fans, I know there's many listening to us. Yeah, welcome all to, over. Welcome to be a Cowboys fan. You're good, <laughs> but just not just good enough at all. Yeah. There's something about that, because I do like Mike McDaniel. Obviously, he came from the 49ers, you know, mm-hmm. under Kyle Shanahan and whatnot. But, yeah, they're, they're just missing something. And maybe it's just, this is just the start of, of what they can become under Mike McDaniel. But they definitely were, uh, you know, kind of fraudulent this season. You, you kind of, it's, I'm going to mention this again later when it comes to the Packers and the Niners, but Miami's kind of got to wait their turn in a way and earn it yeah. and kind of go through this, yeah. losing these kind of games. Like the Chiefs, we know. <clears throat> Chiefs are built to win these kind of games. Right. And it's just not the Dolphins' time yet. I think the Chiefs' time isn't near over. Right. The one thing I fear for the Dolphins, though, is like when it comes to this time of the year, if they are not the home team, they're going to have to go on the road in some tougher conditions than what they're used to. Yeah. You know. So I think unless they are dominant in the regular season, I don't know if I'm ever going to really like their chances to go far in the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to have to learn. It's going to be different for yeah. them. Uh, the Bills, another not surprising matchup, but it was close. I'll give the Steelers some credit for making the game interesting late, but the Bills, for the most part, were in control here. Yeah, they beat the Steelers 31-17. to Josh Allen. He did his Josh thing. Four total touchdowns. One of them should have been called on a holding play, but we're not going to do I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been I mean, a real ticky one. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. The Cowboys would have got to call on that. <laughs> tell me that right now. Uh, and Buffalo running the ball like they always do, or of, of late. Well, yeah, it's interesting. Almost that's, 180 yards on the ground. That's some, uh, you know, something that they have in their arsenal this year mm-hmm. that they maybe haven't in the past. Which is kind of why I like them to go far in the playoffs. Yeah, it's, you know, it's nice. This was a nice luck of the drop of the Bills, right? And the Steelers, like I said last week, you, you kind of you got to respect Mike Tomlin and the way he coaches, and they always got a defense that's viable. Kind of knew what was coming out here. Yeah, this this wasn't surprising. You're walking into Buffalo with Mason Rudolph and no TJ Watt, I don't really like your chances much. No. <laughs> they they they're not going to have a great draft pick, but they got to they may have to think about making a trade to move up and get a quarterback. I don't know because mm-hmm. I'm not really sold on Kenny Pickett. He was okay this year, won some games, but he he wasn't the reason they were winning games. No, no. So 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 I think I've asked this before. So you're telling me Kenny Pickett was available to play? Or no? I believe he was, yeah. I want to say he was the backup. But wow. they were riding, you know, the hot hand. Mason Rudolph actually was yeah. playing pretty well down the stretch. Got them into the playoffs with yeah. some good play. But it's still Mason Rudolph. <laughs> he showed who he really is in that game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, moving over to what happened in the NFC. We already know what happened. Packers beat the Cowboys 48-32. Oh, my God. Jordan Love. Okay, look at this real quick. I had to do a double take when I was writing these notes because Jordan Love had almost an exact same passing line as C.J. Stroud. Fucking incredible. Both 16 for 21. Stroud threw for 274. Love threw for 272. Both three touchdowns. Both 157 pass rating. I don't know if we're doing player of the week anymore, but if we were, I didn't even think about it. But I got co-players of the week. It's yeah. two guys you put on here. Right. Jordan Love, like you just said, three touchdowns, almost a perfect passer rating. Totally deserves it. Yeah. And Aaron Jones, who I now coin as the Cowboy Killer. You know why? <laughs> Not only did he have three touchdowns in this game, he had. You know how many touchdowns he had all season this year? He didn't have a great year. Two. Yeah, he didn't. Have he had three year. against the Cowboys. <laughs> three. <laughs> Is, I mean, okay, yeah. <laughs> And in his four career games against the Cowboys, I think three of them, or you know, the, including the postseason, yeah, he has a total of nine rushing touchdowns. 
I he 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 destroys the cowboys. He just does. It's just another guy named Aaron killing the cowboys. Yeah, <laughs> I think the worst out of all is the fact that the Packers now have more wins in that stadium in the playoffs than the Cowboys. Dude, I mean, that's I, like you, you could talk your shit to anyone else, mm-hmm. but they always will have that on you. Any other football fan, yeah. but anyone can say that about the Cowboys. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It's a it's. It's a tough scene. It's, that's you, all I can say. You're going to hear the term classic Cowboys a lot through this rant I'm about to do right now. So the Packers, I'm going to give them their flowers. They played fantastic. They absolutely did. They're the first seven seed to win a playoff game Yeah. in this new... Because this is the third year of it? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. That's classic Cowboys. Packers are 6-0 all-time at AT&T, State, at AT&T Stadium. Excuse me. 6-0, shit. They have yeah same amount of playoff wins as the Cowboys at AT&T Stadium. Is it the same or more? It's either three or it's either the same or it's made one more if you count the Super Bowl. That they won. Uh, I didn't think State. about that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you have to hand it to them because they came to play and they they beat the Cowboys' ass a hundred percent. You can't. I mean, they did. They did. And to add insult to injury for myself, <laughs> the Blazers beat my Sacramento Kings. The no, same the Bucks. Bucks. <laughs> the Bucks. Yeah. Because Dame hit the game. With yeah, them. yeah. The Bucks beat my Sacramento Kings on a Dame buzzer beater. Same night, same day, and of course, they're also a Wisconsin team. When it rains, it pours. <laughs> tough day, man. Tough day. It's a tough day. And I'm not even finished. I'm not, I'm not finished. I'm just getting started. <laughs> I mean, okay, so we, saw, we said that the, the score was 48 to 32, right? This, the score, the game wasn't that close at all. No. For anybody really who wasn't. watched the game, they know this. If you don't, Go check it out. It was like forty to eighteen or forty. To, it was a forty-one to, like seventeen going into the fourth. Like I think it, it yeah. was bad. Yeah. And I told you last week I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys lost the game. And boy was I right. I mean, boy was I with, right. With their history, the the door is always open. <laughs> yeah. Cowboys flat out did not show up. Yeah. They played down to their opponent, <clears throat> and the Packers they 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 made them pay. They made them pay. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm not sure what that was that we watched on Sunday. But that's not the same team that I've been watching all season that was 16-0 and previously at home. Yeah. What was that? that doesn't even, like, come on. This is, it's, it's classic Cowboys. Like, only they would do something like this. And yes, that kind of streak has to end eventually. Yeah. And I thought the Packers were gonna, would lose that game. You know me, how I am with the Cowboys. I thought, you know, I always kind of think they're going to lose. Right. But I didn't think it was going to be like that. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought if the Packers were going to win, they were going to be stealing one, you know, with like a late field goal or something like yeah. that. Dak was bad. He was. I think it's time to seriously have the conversation about, like, I th- they're talking about possibly him you know, wanting to get an extension. Yeah. I don't see how they could possibly <clears throat> do that. Yes, I understand. Could they get anybody necessarily better right now? No. I don't think they can unless they, you know, strike absolute gold in this year's draft or in a future year's draft. It's time to see what Trey Lance has. I think it's almost that time. If he's ready. Yeah. I don't hard to say. I, I don't want Cooper Rush. Well, I, I yeah. Cooper Rush is your obvious just backup guy. Like he is. Yeah, you're not going to give him a real shot. Trey Lance was what? Third pick? Fourth mm-hmm. pick? Fifth pick? Third pick? I mean, he has the talent. Like, Cooper Rush didn't get drafted that high. So, we got we had to see right. what Trey Lance has. I think it's. I think we're getting there. How yeah. can how can you not? I mean, <clears throat> it's tough. I, obviously, yeah. There's maybe there's talent there with Trey Lance, but uh, I think the most telling thing is that Kyle Shanahan's like, dude, I don't think this guy can run my offense. No. Well, so yeah. I just 
but and he then maybe Mike McCarthy's going to find out find out that same thing too. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's the defense was bad though. The defense yeah, yeah, yeah. was really that might have been bad. the worst part of the game. The, the coaching was terrible. You know, when you watch it on the field, you see how bad the defense is playing. Yeah, a lot of open guys. I it feels like Dan Quinn was already looking forward to his future head coaching job. Yeah. Was he even in the booth? I don't think, did they show him in the booth once? Was he even there? I wasn't paying that close attention. I don't, I, after, <laughs> after, after a while, I wasn't either. Yeah. But we're, it was a complete no-show. This was nothing like I've seen the Cowboys play all season. And yes, they play a lot of bad teams, yada, yada, yada. You know, you got players in front of you. But they're still a viable defense that I think is still pretty good. But that was not. They have players. That was not a good yeah. defensive outing on Sunday. No. Absolutely not. Well, uh, I was watching Colin today, and he had, uh, what's the dude from, Greg, Coquette, Greg Cosell, yeah. who does NFL Films, whatever. And he said that they played more zone defense um, in this game than they had all season. And, Pac- and Jordan Love just picked them apart. Well, I just, I, I don't understand why the, why that they did that. What made them like? What made them want to change it up completely Well, his just his, for that game? His theory was he was afraid that their corners couldn't run with the Packers' young receivers. Oh, okay. Which, I don't know. I mean, he could, he could... He's just theorizing. Yeah. Uh, he, he didn't say that was fact. You know? Well, I... I, yeah. I but I, I respect Greg Cassell's opinion because he's he watches more film than anyone in the world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Duran Bland, yeah, he gets cooked like every other corner does yeah. besides maybe Sauce Garner. Yeah. But the dude was first team <clears throat> all pro. Sometimes you got to trust your guys. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it, it does seem weird to kind of change your... your your general philosophy for a playoff game. But I guess uh, it, if, if you think you see things, like it's hard to go away from that. Easy easy for me to say, I'm right. not a coach. I've never coached in my life. I probably never will. But it just seems silly that, like what you said about what Greg Cosell said, if this is the most zone they played all season yeah. in that game. <clears throat> Maybe they just wanted to force Jordan Love to throw through you know windows rather than, you know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and like I said earlier, this this loss it doesn't even feel real. Like it feels like like that's how bad the outcome was. It, it still hasn't even really hit me that the Cowboys are done. Yeah, like it was just so quick. It was just before you knew it, it was like twenty seven to zero. It was pretty. It was quick. Like before half. I mean, even like when it was 14-0, I'm like, shit, that's fucking quick. <laughs> I mean, it was fourteen zero like halfway through the first quarter. Yeah. <clears throat> you know it was. You know it was bad when my friends. People that I love, we're even talking shit. They're like, they're like, I feel bad for you. They're like, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, your team really fucked up when your friends who talk shit to you say, "Man, I'm sorry. Like that was bad." I think to some degree, though, it's like the Cowboys do this every year. It's kind of old. Exactly. No. Hey, what does it say right here? Same old Cowboys. Yeah. I've heard the term SOL, same old Lions. This is SOC, same old Cowboys. Yeah. This is the most embarrassing loss I think I can ever remember. I mean, I know it's recency bias, but I can't... I mean, the Niner losses to me the past couple of years weren't... I mean, yeah, it sucked. Yeah. Like, it was just gut-wrenching. But, you know, when you lost to them... And it, you guys didn't get run off the field by yeah. what you would consider an inferior team. And yeah. That was worth eight, seven and a half point favorites or something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. <clears throat> so, when we lost to the Niners the past couple of years, I thought, like, yeah, this sucks, but the Niners are probably going to, you know, possibly go to the Super Bowl, obviously championship game or something like that. Yeah. So th- this game, this game was just, it just hurt, and it just kind of brought me back to the Aaron Rodgers days. Like, I just keep getting my heart ripped apart by the Green Bay Packers. 
What's new? <laughs> Nothing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I think it was I think it was the first time either in my life or a long time that I was embarrassed to wear the star on my person. I I, mean, I even told you guys like I don't I don't even want to root for this team next year. I'll say this after this happened and like how good the Cowboys did look at times like this is probably the best team we've seen them have throughout a season since since I, they, probably since maybe since that Tony Romo team yeah. that they lost but I would say I like this team better like just you know on the field better than that team and for them to <laughs> still just do the same old shit like. I don't think you could. Ha- I don't think you'd trust him ever again. Yeah. I wouldn't blame you if you didn't. I mean, I, I have right here in my notes. I told. I said before I found out about Mike McCarthy yesterday. I said if Dak and Mike McCarthy are both on the Cowboys next season, I'm going to put little to no stock in the next season. Yeah, I don't. I don't blame you one bit. I mean, I'll, I'll probably still watch the game. You know, I'll probably still watch with my dad. But it really comes down to it. I'm not going to. You know, they could probably win another 10, 11, 12 games. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'm going to pretty much wait until the playoffs. I think. I think I'd be allowed, allowed to do that being a fan for as long as I've been. Yeah. I think you can kind of take the emotion out of it a little bit. I mean, yeah. Be because great. you're just... Yeah. I mean, I, what I, what I, kind of expectations can you really have well, after you saw what you just saw? Right? Oh, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I think, like, yeah. I mean, Mike McCarthy he helps us win games. <clears> and, be, and, and we are we are relevant because of him. I'll, I'll hand him that. Yeah. But then we're the laughing stock of the league the, the first week after the last game of the season, the regular yeah. season. <clears throat> Uh, Cowboys most consecutive playoff appearances without making a conference championship thirteen. That's uh, shitty. Yeah. Um, only team to lose a home game during the wild card weekend. That is classic Cowboys. Love that. Dak is now two and five in the playoffs, and four of those playoff losses are to either the Niners or the Packers. Can't make this stuff up. <laughs> so where where do we really go from here? Is it the coach, the quarterback? But, but like I said, who who do we get? Who who can we get as better? Would I like to have seen Bill Belichick or like Mike Vrabel or I mean Harbaugh was a stretch. I'd be even be okay with like Mike Tomlin next year or something like that. I know those are older guys and yeah. the game is changing a little bit. But I just think anything fresh would be better than what we have currently. I you know I've I've been off the Belichick is still legit train for a few years now. But I'm the more I thought about it, the more I felt like you know. Thinking about the possibility of Belichick going to the Cowboys and him bringing Josh McDaniels on to be his play caller might actually work for the Cowboys. Because I feel like what the Cowboys are kind of missing is like a creative play designer for on offense. Yeah. Because Mike McCarthy plays, like, you watch them, they're kind of vanilla, you know? Yeah. Like, they, they, they execute the offense. Like, obviously, they were one of the most dynamic offenses during the season. But they don't bring anything that... Because, like, when I watch the 49ers, they do things that... Kind of, you know, I like sometimes I watch a play. I'm like, how the fuck did they come up with that play? You know, in, in the yeah. in the film room or whatever the fuck they, however the hell they design plays, you know. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think they need a little bit of that to elevate their their star players. They also need a run game that they can rely on. Yes, so that, they so they, that, they need to get so that Dak doesn't game. have to be that dude. Yeah. You know, I don't need to like. If I was a Cowboys fan, I'd say I don't need to see Dak throw it forty times a game. No, that's not the recipe for success. It never, it never really has been yeah. since he's been there. I mean, when they went thirteen to three in his was it his rookie year, yeah, Zeke it, was, it was Zeke running yeah. the fucking oh, yeah. show. Really, yeah, oh, absolutely, Dak had a good year, but yeah. that was because they had that ability to run the ball and he could play, you know, throw off play action. And... Because yeah, because the Cowboys to me, their offense, what it is in a nutshell, 
is Dak to CD Lamb. Yeah. If you can stop CD Lamb, you're probably going to be able to stop the offense. Yeah. They need to find a running back, Derrick Henry, find someone in the draft, whatever works. You need someone big. You need like something like, you know, I mean, Zeke was really good in the prime. But- Perfect tandem. It's not. It, it, it really can't happen money wise. But if they could bring in Derrick Henry to go alongside Tony Pollard, would be amazing. Yeah. But I think they probably won't be able to pay both of those guys. No. Unfortunately. <clears throat> I mean, if we can get one of them, I'm cool with getting. I think Derrick Henry would be a good addition. Yeah. I know he's older, but you know he's just he brings a different element of toughness to the running back position. And I like Rico uh, Dowdle. I think he's good. Hey. Give him a shot to be, you the know, the, the sidekick to Derrick Henry if you yeah, want to bring in Derrick yeah, exactly. Henry, you know? That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> and Jerry Jones. <laughs> it's time to have a serious, serious look in the mirror, my friend. No, we're not even friends. We're not even friends here. It's time for you to realize that you are the problem. It's you. Nobody else. <laughs> you got to figure it out, man. Because, I mean... I, ho- I wish every Cowboys fan would boycott this team, not go to any home games, not go to any away games, not buy any merch. I want to bag up all my merch that I have, and I love my merch. Don't get me wrong. I've worked hard <laughs> for the merch that I got. Yeah. I want to just put it on a bag and let it rest for like 10 years. I don't even want to look at it. I'm sick. I am you sick. You should try that out next year. No Cowboys gear Dude, whatsoever. I might have to. <laughs> I mean, oh, man. It's just bad. It's just so bad. You might look good in red and gold. No. <laughs> I, I mean, I just, I honestly want to, like I told you, I want to treat the NFL like, like I do with college football. Like, not even just, just watch it. Just enjoy it for what it is. I don't think I could do that in any sport, personally. I don't, I mean, I, I there's not a sport. I well, can't, I can't do it with the NFL. I'm just going to root for the Cowboys, but I'm just not going to put nearly as much stock. I guess, admittedly, I actually do do that right now with college football because Stanford's Irrelevant. Yeah. And they're going to co-play in some conference they have no business playing in next yeah. year. But, yeah. For me, it's tough to not have any rooting interest. I wish Jerry Jones could sit in an office and listen to a thousand Cowboys fans in a row talk to him. I think that's what that man needs. Maybe not a thousand, but give him ten. Give him ten to... Fuck, put me in there first, <clears throat> please. Yeah. Give, give him ten devoted Cowboys fans. And let them talk to him about how he how we feel. It's just ridiculous. I mean, it's just like we're we're like the we're like the Raiders with a bigger brand. Like we're we're, yeah. we're still win the same amount of playoff games as the Raiders. So what's the point? <laughs> you know, it's just what are we? We're not even we're nothing we're nothing of importance. Yeah, at all. I mean, the fact that we're coming up on. I mean, I guess we're, we're past 25 years since the last... It's almost, I mean, how old am I? I'm 28. Yeah. Almost 29. That's how long it is. It's ridiculous. Since they've been to a, a championship game. I mean, it's, I mean, it's like like the Super Bowl is... It seems like it's not even an option. <laughs> like, I, I want a championship game here. You guys yeah. are going to have your fourth in a row. I'm not even... <laughs> I can't even get one in the past... In my lifetime. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, that's just all I'm asking right now. Yeah. <clears throat> like, if we would have went to the championship game and lost to you guys... I would have said, you know what? That was a win of a season. That's fair. I think so. You know, I'm yeah. not, I mean, I want to win the Super Bowl, but I'm still trying to be realistic. Yeah. Even next year, I'll say, you know what? If we can make the championship game, I'm okay with that. Might buy a little stock. I might buy, yeah. If we make the championship <laughs> game next year, I'll buy, I'll buy my stock fully back. What if it? What if it's championship game and y'all lose like 42 nothing? 
I'll still buy stock. Okay, fair enough. But until that happens, I'm just. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just gotta see. I gotta see more. I gotta see more effort. I do. I don't blame you. I mean, you just Mike Mike McCarthy said. Yeah. We picked the wrong day to to have a have a bad day or something like that. I'm like, you, really? You're chalking it up to that? Like, yeah, you guys just didn't fucking show up when it mattered. No, that's really what happened. <clears throat> at, at a a place where you win games often, sixteen in a row, and this and you, season and you lose? blowing teams out often. It was almost like a foregone conclusion for some people, almost myself included. Like, oh, you know, we can win these two games, and then I thought they at least won that game. Like, yeah. And I think I, I think the, you know if we would have played the Lions, it would have been tough because they were going to want the revenge from a few right. weeks prior. Yeah. And I would I wouldn't have been surprised if they lost to the Lions, given how things went last time. But the Packers, I mean, I think myself included, just totally looked past them. Yeah. I think that maybe helped the Niners think like, okay, we actually got to take these guys serious. I mean, the Niners are <laughs> a way better team up and down than the Cowboys, but still, you still got to look at that and say this team is capable of that. Oh, if like, we're, if we're not in our game. What I watch, I'm like. Jordan Love's more legit than I realized. Yeah, to be honest. If you put a twelve on that jersey, he kind of looks like Aaron Rodgers. The way he throws the ball, yeah. his <laughs> he does. He looks like a well, like I would say a young one because mm-hmm. young Aaron because he runs around a lot, lot, lot more you know smoothly than yeah. than current Aaron Rodgers does. But man, that was that was a beatdown that yeah. I did not see coming. No. <clears throat> yeah, is it out? Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't that bad, but that was there. Yeah, it was there. <clears throat> I don't blame you. Man. All right, moving on. Lions, Rams, Rams, uh, or Lions beat them 24-23. This was the game of the weekend. Really, the only only close one. Um, First playoff win for the Lions in thirty years. Yeah, since ninety-one. That's crazy. It's awesome, and they're going to be hosting another home playoff game. Yeah, too. that's great. That's great. Battle of the quarterbacks that were traded for each other like we uh, previewed last week, and they both showed out, honestly. Yeah. Even though it was a losing effort, Stafford was was awesome. Um, Puka Nakua, by the way, is legit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can have fun dealing with that for the next five years. I mean, he's he's like kind of their new Cooper Cup almost. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because it's not like... Don't root for the Rams, obviously, but... I always like Cooper Cobb. I thought he was a really good player. Kind of seems like he's a little, little over the hill. Over the hill, excuse me. Um, but they, they found a guy that can easily replace him in that role. So uh, he's going to put up some numbers in his career. Mm-hmm. I, it was funny. I was looking at the box score in this one. Wasn't going to call it a busted ass box score because it really does make sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Almost everything down the whole line was the same for both these teams. One major difference. Rams went to the red zone three times, zero touchdowns. Lions went to the red zone three times, three touchdowns. Pretty easy difference right there. You gotta love that if you're a Lions fan. Yeah. Like, you know, if we Capitalizing. Make, make it to the red zone, we can score. Yeah. I think the the Lions are gonna be a tough beat team to beat for anyone that faces them. Mm. Obviously don't love their defense, but they stood they stood their ground when they when they you know had to in the red yeah. zone against a good Rams offense. So congratulations to them. Great win. Um, Goff, you know, it, I feel I feel good for Goff doing that against his former team. It's, it's kind of kind of sticking it to it's, Sean McVay. It's <laughs> got to be a great feeling, right? I mean, the, the Rams, the Rams fans will probably always be the last laugh unless the Lions can win it in right. the next couple of years. But they did win the Super Bowl, yeah. So, yeah. 
I mean, McVay would probably be like, yeah, he got us here, but, you know, we traded you and it worked out for us. Yeah. What do you think about Stafford getting booed by Lions fans? To me, this one was confusing, but I'd like to hear your take. I don't like it. Yeah. It's not like he he didn't choose to leave. No, as far as every report I can remember, it was kind of a mutual decision, like, we're going to go in a different direction. I just don't... I mean, he... It didn't make any sense. He helped... I mean, he made you guys relevant post-Barry Sanders. I mean, this was a franchise before he got there that was 0-16. Right. You know, and probably, I think... Yeah, he was drafted after the 0-16 season, right? Uh, Maybe. I think he might have been. So, I mean, him and Calvin Johnson, I mean, that's... That was one of the best duos for a long time. It really was. (laughs) And I think it's... There's no need for... It just didn't make any sense. No. Yeah. I mean, some pe- people are always going to boo. People are always going to boo when the former player comes. Somebody is. Yeah. I mean, unless I miss something and he, like, talked shit about the franchise after no he left way. or something. No but way I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked that was good. Yeah. I mean, and they did him a pretty good solid by sending to him to a legit contender. In the same, in the, in the same conference. In the no yeah. No, yeah, exactly. Because usually you want to avoid that so you avoid these kind of situations. Right. I mean, the Lions probably were like... We're going to try and get whatever we can yeah. for him, you know. Well, and also, he was <clears> saying that fans were booing his wife and his all his four girls it, that he has or whatever. I, I don't, yeah. That's that's, that's, bu- that's Bush League. Yeah. I mean, I know I know Lions fans aren't used to being there, but act like you've been there before. Right. I mean, dude is literally, he's, he's, and I don't even think it's close, the best quarterback they've ever had. I I agree. I mean, I, they've I, had some great well, players. Unless they're, like, there's probably a guy who played for the Lions before the merger, <laughs> yeah, like leather helmets, <laughs> exactly. it was probably pretty good. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, like, yeah, since the, in the Super Bowl era, that's the best quarterback you've ever had. Yeah. So show, show Dick some respect. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. That's just, that's, <laughs> made zero sense to me. No, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. But nonetheless, happy for the Lions and. To some degree, they're fans for finally getting a playoff win. Yeah. After a long drought. And if you guys don't get another one, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> uh, moving on to the Bucks and the Eagles. This one, you know, Stunk. really not surprising mm-hmm. if you think about... Weren't the Eagles favored in this game? They were. They like, were. Three, which two. I was not buying it, and I'm glad I wasn't buying it. That hey, suck. I, I, pick, I picked the Bucks. Yeah. Bucks beat the Eagles 32-9. to Baker Mayfield, great game. Baker Mayfield has had He's one, one heck of a year. you got to hand it to him. Playing like a number one pick a little bit. Yeah, proved a lot of people wrong. I think it's been nice for him to be in a situation where pressure's a little bit off. Mm-hmm. Taking the shoes of Tom Brady, like no one's going to expect you to do no. anything close to that. And no. Honestly, he was better than Tom Brady was last year. I don't, <laughs> I don't really think that's a debate. <laughs> Three touchdowns in this game, over 300 yards passing. Um, but really it comes down to the Philly meltdown. God, I mean, and I, I, a lot of things in this game, and their like their game plan didn't make sense to me. And they were talking about it on the broadcast a lot too. Philly only attempted fifteen rushing attempts in the game for forty-two yards. Wow, really? Yeah, and Jalen Hurts, I think, only had one rushing attempt. I felt like last year, like that was what made them so dangerous: is the mm-hmm. the quarterback running ability mm-hmm. and what they could use off that, and then their play action passing, and they just. Like it's kind of felt like the last month or so of the season, they just totally ditched that yeah. that philosophy. I mean, knowing or hearing about Philly fans about how they are with their teams, the Eagles in particular. Yeah, this ain't sitting well. <laughs> I mean, they're they're feeling like how I am right now. I, they have to be. They're probably more pissed because that's just how they operate. I would say this is like the Cowboys lost probably a little bit more 
shocking to their fan base because of, they were going in with a little better run going. Yeah. Philly's been falling apart for the last month and a half. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I agree with you. Like, they had high expectations this season. Like, now they're thinking, people are saying, is Hurts the guy? Like, is Sirianni going to be there? Right. Like, what's up with the ownership? It's just like, it's just funny that the Cowboys and Eagles are almost mirroring each other when it comes to the current situation of the franchise. Right. One thing that's got to be scary is, like, we haven't, like, Jalen Hurts had that awesome year last year, yeah. but... What what is Jalen Hurts? Is he more like the guy we saw this year yeah. and the year before last year, yeah. or is he more like what we saw last year? I mean, and this was a fluke. He was my MVP pick this year. Ouch on my part. I mean, I thought it was, I thought going into it, I'm like, yeah, they'll have another good year, and he's gonna show out. Yeah, and actually, to be honest, for a lot of the season, he probably he was in that conversation, yeah, but it, it it fell apart big time in the middle of the year. Another thing about the Cowboys, I mean, I wish they didn't win the division. Okay, like, like it was just like. <laughs> Like this was a curse. The, the momentum going into it, like oh, we won the division. Yeah. Eagles are choking. Like I rather, I think at this point, I rather have been the five seed and played the Bucks. I mean, goddamn. Maybe so. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. One thing I want to mention post this game was apparently Jason Kelsey was reported that he was going to retire, but then he went on his New Heights podcast and said that he didn't officially. He he kind of said all but. That I'm going to retire. So, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I kind of feel like it's... I think he wants to do... I mean, I think he officially wants to do it on his own terms, but I think it, right. I kind of feel bad for him that it came out. Yeah. And, and you could tell, because I remember Dev and I were watching like the end of the game, and he they let him come off the field for basketball plays. Right. And you could see it in his eyes. He was tearing up big time. And it just kind of felt like one of those moments when you were like, <clears throat> he's done. Yeah. I think it's over. Yeah, you could kind of see it. I mean, because it, it didn't feel like a normal, maybe post you know, season over, maybe kind of cry. You know what I mean? Yeah. It kind of felt like this is, is like it? the writing's on the wall. Right. You know, I think he, I think he thought this season was going to be a little bit more for the Eagles, and I think a lot of people thought that too. Right. And I think he was probably very disappointed in the Eagles not making, at least making it to the Super Bowl again, and let alone trying to win it. Right. I think too, like, because he was contemplating it after last season, said, you know what, I'm going to run it back one more year. And then seeing your team you know, kind of regress a little bit, and now there's, like, uncertainty about what the team's even going to look like next year, probably is going to make the decision easier for him to say, you know what, I'm just going to walk away. Yeah. Kind of makes you, makes you think if they would have won it last year, if he would have called it. I think he probably would have, yeah. Tough. It's, it is funny how, like, certain things like that can really factor into to what actually happens in the, in the yeah. long run, you know? But, yeah, Philly, man, fell apart. What, it was it was so weird. I mean, they were ten and one. Yeah. I mean, easily, even though they weren't like looking super impressive and blowing teams out or anything like that, you still kind of had to respect them based on what we saw from them last season, and they just totally crumbled. Yeah. Wild. Be interesting to see what happens with them next year. All right, and with that, we're going to move on to the divisional round preview and picks. Uh, first things first, though, we're going to recap how we did last week in let our me, picks. Let me know. With the wild card round, we did we did quite well. I'll I, say I, that. I know I did well. <laughs> uh, Gage, you went five and one, nicely done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went four and two. The only different pick we had was the Packers and Cowboys game, of course. Yep. And you got the W there. I did. Um, we both thought the Rams were going to win. They did not. Um, but they still covered because they were they were plus three, only lost by one. There we go. Um, and then our only other loss was the Browns, who obviously got shelled. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll take that. Yeah. Five and one. I'm on a heater. <laughs> yeah. Everything else kind of went to you know as expected. I feel yeah. like. 
you know. Chalk. Buffalo made it interesting, but felt pretty confident about them, minus 10 against the Steelers, and then, I mean, Tampa just, they like we just said, they rolled Philly. Yeah. Made that look easy. Um, let's start with the AFC games. Uh, first one being the Texans at the Ravens. That's going to be the first game tomorrow, or sorry, Saturday. Um, Ravens are nine-point favorites in this game. Obviously, big, big season from them. One seed. Lamar's most likely going to win the MVP. Yeah. But we talked about the Texans. They seem pretty dangerous. What do you expect here uh, coming in this week? Can I give you a, a, can I give the Texans a little shout-out real quick? Yeah. Texans. Are they now Texas's team? Are they now the Texas team? <laughs> no. Are they now the Texas team? I don't even know if people in Houston really like the Texans that much. <laughs> because <laughs> to be honest. S- since 2002, which was their inaugural season, I remember mm-hmm. watching their first game. They played against the Cowboys. Cowboys lost. Is that right? I don't remember that. Classic Cowboys. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> with, with David, with David, Carr, David Carr, baby. David Carr. Number one pick, right? They So since 2002, the Texans have five playoff wins. Cowboys have four. <laughs> put, that, pretty, put that in perspective. That's bad. Isn't that bad? That's pretty bad. That's dude. bad. I'm sorry. It's, it, it almost, it's, I'm not sorry, but I'm kind of sorry. It's laughable, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So I, I'll just... <laughs> forgot to mention that. Had to mention that. <laughs> but when it comes to this game against the Ravens, I'll be interested to see how the Ravens look because we know how Lamar has looked in the postseason in the past. I kind of hope he can get, get over that hill. I would hope for, for his sake because I... Kind of like... Um, I kind of compare him to like Alex Ovechkin. It's a different, different sport, different league. But Alex Ovechkin was thought of as this guy that just lit it up from the, from the regular season, but okay. didn't bring it in the playoffs. And his team, you know, the Capitals always lost. Eventually, he got his Stanley Cup. But yes, um, that's I like that. That's like I kind of feel bad for for superstars like Lamar that just get dogged because you know the team just doesn't do it in the playoffs. I think what we I think what we forget sometimes is. It's hard to win, yep. and only one team does. Yes. So it's and it's not a one man show. I know quarterback has a lot of influence on the outcomes of games, but it's not a one man yeah. show. The Texans have looked great, and they're a great story. But with that being said, I do think the Ravens will win and cover. I'll pick them. Me too. Minus I, nine. It, the, the pick feels better that way, but I'll, I'll give the the Texans a shot to stay in it. Yeah. And like I, like I said earlier about how the Cowboys just kind of laid down for. The Packers. Mm-hmm. The Ravens should not lay down for the Texans. <clears throat> they, the Ravens need to be ready, and I yeah. suspect with the head coaching that they have and the coaching overall, they will be ready. They're going to make it tough on CJ Stroud, much tougher than the Browns did. Yeah. <laughs> I can guarantee that. So I will take the Ravens minus nine. Lock that in. I will, I will take that as well. I, I kind of this matchup reminds me of when the Jags went into Kansas City last year, and we were like, "Oh, Jags, great story." Yeah. Trevor Lawrence kind of finally coming into his own. Mm-hmm. But when they went to Kansas City, kind of knew what was going to happen. Yeah. You know? So I kind of feel like that's a similar situation, obviously. But the Ravens, they have a lot to prove. Lamar's only got his one playoff win, right? Yeah, he needs so. to... <clears throat> this is his, this is his legitimate chance. Kind of like Steve Young. Get the monkey off the back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Kind of has to happen. Other AFC game, Chiefs at Bills. The Bills are favored by three at home. This is Patrick Mahomes' first road playoff game. If you're not counting, you know, obviously the Super Bowls that he's played in, it's... Technically not a road game. It's a neutral side. Technically not a road yeah. game. You're right. This, I mean, to me, this is the game of the week. Matchup wise, quarter, yeah. quarterback matchup wise, this is sexy and all, and always possible. The rivalry continues. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, I mean, mean, it's like a, it's a friendly rivalry at this point. Mahomes has got the best of him in the playoffs, but yep. I think in the regular season they're a little bit closer. It's kind of it's got some Brady Manning vibes in a way. Yeah. 
Yeah. Bills being at home is huge. Clearly, mm-hmm. I don't think it's a huge advantage because you know it's gonna be cold. But you know, it's, it's not gonna be cold. Dude, they're talking about another storm. Really? Yeah, which could make this real, real interesting. And it's, I mean, it's, I mean, the Chiefs are like, okay, cool, it's cold. They can be as cold as last week for us. What do you, what do you think about the people saying that the fact that the Bills game had to be moved a couple of days, and now they have two fewer days of rest versus the Chiefs being a factor? Does that, does that affect your feeling on this game at all? Um. Well, I mean, I didn't really think about that. It's a great point. I do have the Chiefs plus three in this game. Okay. I'm gonna pick the Chiefs plus three. I don't think it's a bad. It's to me, it's a go either way. I mean, I, I mean, I kind of saying that because I do think the Bills are still gonna win because they are like what you like to say, white hot like Aaron Judge. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> I think the Bills could win this game by like one or two. You know what I mean? I think, I think they could win that way. Yeah, it's hard. To but it, but it wouldn't. It's hard to bet against Mahomes, and I'd be shocked. We're not shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if the Chiefs went to Buffalo and won this game. Yeah, I mean they've they've kind of. They've had to grind out some wins this year, so winning close is not out of the realm of possibility for the Chiefs, I don't believe. And I think I heard Nick Wright say this. To, I think it was Coward. If not now for the Bills, when is it going to be? Right. This seems like the year that they, they got them on paper. Yeah. But I know you still got to play the game. In, in this matchup, yes. yes. I, I would say that for sure. I don't know. Like The Bills were kind of... Fading in the middle of the season. Yeah, and I lost a little faith. Obviously, I, I jumped back on the wagon a little bit, and you know made the bold prediction to put them in the Super Bowl. But when when Josh Allen's out there, there's always you know possibility of something stupid happening. <laughs> so that's that's my one my big fear about the Bills. But I am going to take them to win this game. It's probably going to be by exactly three points, but <laughs> I'll take them to cover just okay. just to okay. take it even further. Um, it it me, feels like a close game. I was, yeah, I was going to say, it feels like a coin flip. Yeah. You know, I would not be surprised either way. And, I wouldn't, I, and I'd be happy for the Bills. Obviously, my girlfriend's a Bills fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A Bills fan. But, I mean, <clears throat> if they finally kind of got over the hump right. to make it to the championship game and have to play the winner of the Texans-Ravens, you yeah. know, probably play the Ravens in Baltimore, but you never know. Yeah. I'd like to see Josh get another chance in the conference championship. Yeah. I think, uh, obviously, we've seen Patrick Mahomes do his thing. For for a lot of the year, it just really hasn't felt like it's it's the Chiefs' season, and I for that I'd kind of like to see it end. Bills Ravens would be fun. Bills Ravens, I think any you know, yeah, or Bills. Any, think or anyone Chiefs. either of these teams against the Ravens would be fun. Yeah. You know, obviously this isn't the best Chiefs team we've seen in the last handful of seasons, but uh, regardless, yeah, I, I think I think it's Josh Allen's time. He he just as long as he plays smart, they're going to win this game because I think they're better. Honestly. Mm-hmm. On to the NFC. <clears throat> Packers play your Niners. Niners are favored by... Finally get to get back on the field with a meaningful game. Right? <laughs> it's been a long time. Niners are favored by 9.5 at home. Do I think that rust can be an issue for the Niners? Possibly. Maybe a yeah. little bit. But I don't see them really having any issues against Green Bay. You know this matchup kind of reminds me of? And you're going to laugh. Because you <laughs> usually do the things that I say. You're funny. It's going to remind me of... The Tim Tebow Broncos going up against the Patriots when they beat the Steelers. Oh, after they beat the Steelers? It kind of reminds me of I don't even that, remember that game, but... I think it was ugly. Yeah. I think it was... It was ugly. I don't know. I, based on what I saw from Jordan Love, and I'm going to pick the Niners to win this game. I'm going to pick them to cover as well. I think I'm going to pick them to cover as well. But based on what I saw from Jordan Love, kind of makes me a little... 
you know, not nervous, but like definitely something to watch for. He was awesome, and he's really he's been awesome for the last like eight weeks of the year. Yeah. Um. So, and you know, the Niners' passing defense has been a little spotty at times this season. The other thing that kind of scares me is the weather. It's gonna be. If it's not raining, it's at least going to be soggy on the field. It's an equalizer. Um, yeah, it is. It is one of those things that kind of tightens the gap in in games. Um, so, I don't like the idea of leaving. You know, we're going in, into the final minutes of the game, and we got a three point lead, and Jordan Love's on the other side. I mean, it's not that I'm afraid of Jordan Love. It's just the fact that he's on a heater. If we're, if we're playing, you know, a sloppy game, and we only got a three point lead late in the game. You know, it doesn't feel as comfortable as you're playing a, a nice sunny day and Chris McCaffrey's on a, on a track meet. With all that being said, in regards to like the final score, I think the Niners can win this game by 17. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't that wouldn't shock me. The Packers, you know, they got a huge win last week against a team they they probably didn't even really expect to be. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to look at it. I don't know if they're going to hang 30, 40, or 50 like Greg Papa said <laughs> on the radio today. But hey. He watches. The, he's there at the games that I'm not, so he yeah. knows his team better than I do. What I'll say about the Packers is, if they found a way to win this game, it just kind of wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, they're younger, they're less experienced, and they're not as talented. Usually, those kind, of, usually those teams don't win games, especially playoff games. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it happens. You still got to play the game, but it just feels like Green Bay is ahead of schedule, and it just it seems like it's a Niners' time. They've They've gone through these punches and these fights in the playoffs, and it feels like they're the ones that are more deserving at this point to to move on. Yeah. And I, yes, you still have to play the game, but it's. It dep- I mean, if I were to, if we were to do this next week, be here and say the Packers won, we I'd be borderline shell shocked. Yeah. I'd be happier than a clam, <laughs> but I would be borderline shell shocked if the Niners somehow lost <clears throat> this game. First. There's there's a lot of factors that are actually not in the Niners' favor. One being the fact that they haven't played a meaningful game in three weeks. Packers are coming off a big win and they're starting to like prove themselves. Get short a, week, some short, short week though. Uh, yeah. What six days? Yeah. I mean, they play Sunday. They play yeah six days. I mean, yeah. that happens in season. Um, I think sometimes that's a little overrated. If it's four okay. or five days, like that's something, yeah. you know. <clears throat> but. Uh, there's a lot of things working, and you know, if if weather's a factor, we saw Brock Purdy have a lot of trouble playing against the Browns in in rainy weather. Mm-hmm. So I I would kind of be a little fearful on that front, but you know, I, I think I'm gonna play my cards in the Niners' favor. They are I I do believe they are a much better team. I think this line's just about what I thought yeah. it would be. Yeah. Um, but uh, I actually don't think the talent disparity is that crazy. I mean, like. <laughs> We heard Colin Coward say Jordan Love is more talented than Brock Purdy. I don't think that's really a question. Uh, yeah, talented. Yeah, talented. Because talented and productive are two different things. Um, also, like the skill position guys on offense for Green Bay, actually pretty talented. They're just underdeveloped, you could argue. Um, but uh, and they, they, I mean, they showed out against the Cowboys. So I think, I think the, I don't. Expect the Packers to win. I think they could keep it close. It could be a grind-out game a little bit for the 49ers coming off a lot of rest and the weather being a factor, but I'll still take the Niners to cover. Yeah, you guys are going to be downtown. It's going to be third quarter. It's going to be bad. You're going to be downtown. might be at Garrett's house. Oh, that too. (laughs) (laughs) That too. 
Last game in the NFC, Buccaneers, like we said, in Detroit against the Lions. The Lions are favored by six and a half. Seems about fair. Yeah, it seems fair. I think the Lions are going to win. I think they're going to cover. I like the Lions to cover as well. Yeah, I just it's it's, it's not a not a matchup we anyone would have predicted no. in, in the divisional round of the playoffs no, no. to start the season. But uh, and, you know, you know, saying saying like, say to yourself, the Buccaneers with Baker Mayfield are going to be in the NFC Championship. <laughs> it's just not. It doesn't sound right. That's what I'm saying. But even like saying Jared Goff and the Lions in the NFC Championship. I guess I would have predicted that before the Baker. Yes. But yeah. But still, sounds a little odd. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like Jared Goff's playoff experience yeah. over Baker's. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think their offense, as good as they as good as the Bucks looked last week, still take the Lions' offense over the Bucks. Defensively, both pretty close. So I think the the real gap is is uh, is with. The offenses in this one. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I don't want to beg because squeezy don't beg. But <laughs> Throwback. I hope someone that listens to this knows what we're talking about. I I <clears throat> am begging you, Lions, to win this game. If the Buccaneers play the Niners in the championship game, it's it's going to be unwatchable. I would say the Lions would probably scare me more than the Bucks. We the Niners already beat the Buccaneers this year. <laughs> If I mean you're gonna be humble about it, but you guys playing the Packers, you're thinking you're probably thinking to yourself, not easy money, but it's it's money. If you guys play the Buccaneers in the championship game, you're thinking we're going to Vegas. We are not you guys you guys can play with Sam Darnold behind center and beat the Buccaneers in the NFC championship game. I'm dead ass serious. Maybe so. The Lions for for the league Do it do it for the league. Do it for the league. <laughs> do it for the the NFL needs the Lions to win. And they haven't said that a lot. In years, right? But it has to be Lions. It has to be Niners. I just, yeah. I mean, I know I'm, I'm like I'm being humble about it, but I am a little bit worried about the Niners' defense in in any game that they play. In, okay. Over these next couple of games. All right, that's fair. I mean, getting Armstead back, thankfully, that's good for the yeah. run defense. But they, like the last half of the season, they really didn't defend all that well. And I don't have a lot of notes personally on the Buccaneers and the Lions because I can't say I, I really didn't watch a ton of their games this year. And the Lions, from what I've seen with the Lions, because they played the Cowboys, is they just seem like they're well coached. Dan Campbell, leader of men. You know, Jerry Goff does have the experience. He doesn't scare me, but he does have the experience and can throw the ball. Yeah. And, you know, all hands team. I'm on Ross St. Brown. That dude is yeah. a baller. And that, he, that dude's going to be a star. I mean, he's already good. Yeah. But I think he could be top tier, top, top tier receiver in a couple of years. Speaking of Cooper Cup earlier, he reminds me a lot of Cooper Cup. In, the, okay. in like they're what they do. Yeah. Like they're just always finding a way to be open. Yeah. Do we know if Laporta's going to play this week? Well, he played last week. I don't oh, know. he did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I forgot to talk about that. Because when we were at... Because we were at... A, we were not paying attention. I wasn't paying attention to the game. <laughs> <laughs> to be quite honest Kind of keeping an eye on it because it was on. I think he scored. He, did he score the first touchdown? Did maybe he? for what the for the Lions. Yeah, love. That. I know. I, I. It's one thing I wanted to mention. We were talking about that game. I forgot. So yeah, yeah. He uh, he played. Only had a few catches, but he did have a touchdown. So yeah, um, yeah. I think Lions. I mean, I could see the Bucks making it interesting just because I don't. I don't know. I, like the Lions, I'm not totally bought in on. But it's uh, it. Uh, it's just. <laughs> if, if it's the, the Buccaneers are up seven with like five minutes left 
I'm I'm biting my fingernails, bro. I am I'm getting nervous. Yeah. Because <laughs> the Niners would obliterate. I bet you the line on that game, if the Buccaneers played Niners in the championship game, it'd probably be Niners minus twelve, minus twelve. And a half. Uh, I'm trying to think. It would. It would. It honestly might depend on how the Niners look against the Packers. That's fair. Like if if they had to squeak one out against the Packers, it'd be under ten. But I could see it being yeah, like 11, 11 to twelve. Yep. Like if the Niners win pretty easily, Bucks have to squeak one out. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the Bucks and Niners played this year. The Bucks kind of well, hung yeah, around. It was, yeah, okay, you're right. They did. Hang yeah. Around. Like the Niners were in control, and then the Bucks like kept moving the ball, and I think they kept turning over on downs like deep in the Niners territory, uh, okay. if I remember correctly. But yeah, <laughs> I just I just know Niners fans would be kicking their feet up watching this game. Like, oh, they got nothing to worry about. I'll be honest, and you know you you're kind of being a sarcastic ass about it. Like the Niners are looking their chops because the Cowboys and the Eagles are out. Oh, I, I I think it's I think it's and the Rams. I think it's legit. Yeah. I mean, to some degree, yeah, I, I can't deny it too much, but, like, if y'all can't be, win a fucking wild card no, game... I, no, I agree with that also. Sorry, like, I'm not... I couldn't have been that scared of you to begin with. Well, it's hindsight, hard... Hindsight, hindsight is 2020. Well, it's hard because... <clears throat> like, yeah, because, you know, you could say they're not good enough to even be in this position. But, but um, like, those the teams that have moved on deserve it. And they deserve they, that they yeah, are. They, they won the game. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those. So you could make the argument either way. Um, like how good would the Eagles and the Rams and the Cowboys really be if they would have squeaked away with wins and yeah. made it this far as well? You know. So it's, right. like you said, high size twenty. I think you get you know, just it's it's one thing if there's like an injury that happens to a really important player, whether it's a quarterback or not, or like some fluky shit. I, like that's the only way I could say, oh, you got lucky or something like that. But yeah. Um, you know, I think the, the Cowboys, Eagles, and Rams all lost fair and square. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should be fun, though. Should be a good, uh, it, you know, not the teams that we thought were going to be here, but yeah. it's going to be a good... Uh, you get the Lions? Lions? Yeah, I got the Lions. I think I'm, I'm taking all the home teams to cover. Doesn't this, Usually not a good bet in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we only differ on the Chiefs and Bills game. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I almost went Bucks, but yeah, against the Lions, but really? I'm going to go Lions. Like, Just because I could think they could keep it close. Like you wouldn't pick the Bucks to win, but you pick them. Not necessarily the lines on the cover. Yeah, because I could see you know three point, four point wins. I'm like, you know, I know we talked about the Texans already, but <clears throat> I, I kind of feel like I'm not going to switch my pick. But if you would have picked the Texans plus nine, I wouldn't call you crazy. A lot of these, a lot of these picks are actually pretty tough, and and even like I said, because of the some of the factors in the Packers Niners game, like. Picking the Packers minus nine and a half. I, I read something on Bet MGM that eighty something percent of the bets are on the Packers, whether it's money line or on the uh, spread. Or on the spread, wow. yeah, just because of the the number and money lines like plus three fifty for the Packers, wow. which yeah. hey, based on the way they played and all the factors we already talked about, it's, that, it's not the craziest thing. No. So your championship games. Are. I'm going Niners, Lions, and uh, Ravens, Bills. So, uh, did you pick the? Uh, by the way, did you pick the Bills or the Chiefs to go to the championship game in your bracket? I think I picked the Bills. Yeah, and I picked the Ravens to beat the Bills. Same, same. 
I did have the Niners going to the championship game, losing to the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever you're smoking, let me have it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Well, it's hard with the with the bracket because you have to you have to think ahead. Well, that because and then, you know I picked the Niners because I really think they're going to win it. Yeah. But seventeen other people picked it, so I'm like, how the hell am I even going to win this? Right. You either have to concede that. Well, like honestly, like if if the Niners and Ravens are playing in the Super Bowl, it's between a lot of people. It's yeah, it's going to be good chance tiebreaker is going to come into effect. And hopefully, no one pay attention to what the tiebreaker <laughs> is, like you did. I really, I, I don't have the energy to go through everyone's picks, but I really want to know how many people got it. Because my dad didn't figure it out. No, he, he didn't. I don't even think he put a number. But don't you have to? You don't have to. I think it's just oh, automatically right. zero if you don't put oh, anything. Shit. Yeah. Well, because you kind of do some math. Like I feel like when I put, like, I think I put like, because the way the way it was is they said, guess the exact score of all thirteen games combined. Yeah. Or like all yeah. the points accumulated. Right. And I put like seven hundred thirty, and I'm like, is that a lot? I I think I did the math on that because you told me I was like, yeah, that seems like a lot. So, I mean, I mean, it's probably better than most people's numbers, but yeah. It, I but, think, but if you put like two hundred, that's not enough. I don't no, think. I think that's what Danny put. He's like, I put two hundred. I'm like. Started thinking about it. I was like, "There's no way that's enough." <laughs> I mean, you got to think though. What the 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 Texans and the Packers alone put up damn near fifty. Yeah, I mean, average score between two teams in the NFL is about forty five mm. points. Yeah, and I did the math on that, and that's I think it was like just under six hundred. Mm. So, I mean, you you said it was seven twenty something, like seven thirty something. Seven thirty. Yeah, like, that's not terrible. I think it did. that's I, a little high. Yeah, but, but yeah, I. I it's yeah I don't know I didn't, I didn't really like that because it's pretty typical to pick just the score of the Super Bowl for your tiebreaker yeah and I can understand they want to do something different make it a little bigger yeah gaps because between. because there's a, a you know the chance that some, the two people have the same champions and the same exact score is possible right all right we're gonna finish with the news before we get to the last call Washington head coach Kalen Boer has been hired by Alabama to replace Nick Saban. Yep. Pretty big move. Obviously, he's coming off a monster season with the Washington Huskies that ended in national championship loss. But nonetheless, tough. He's he's on a you know meteoric rise, as they like to say. Um, so good for him. Uh, he's taken over a program that's obviously got a lot of history and in a great place. And I read a, a report that a lot of the players that are that will be staying are, you know, they're backing him and they're, they're, they're going to stay there and play for their team. Alabama fans, he is not going to be saving. I hate to break it to you, but just have patience. Yeah. Have, have some patience. It's going to take a little bit. It's going to take a little bit. I mean, he's got his hands full. It's going to be, you can't fill Saban's shoes, obviously, just like, you know, you can't fill Belichick's shoes or anything like that. But um, he's proven to be a pretty good coach and, he might be actually good for them for Alabama, given that he's succeeded in the modern, you know, era of college football. So, yeah. Uh, speaking of Belichick and the Patriots, the Patriots promoted Gerard Mayo to their head coaching position. Yeah, that's yeah, good. You know, pretty pretty quick. So this must have been something that was in the plans for. Yeah, I a mean, a little while. They've been they were talking about. Belichick moving on like mid season, so I gotta imagine they kind of had an idea who they wanted. You know, Mike Vrabel is kind of out there because he's a former Patriot. Mm-hmm. But you know, Gerard May, I don't know a lot about him. I think he was a former player. Wasn't yeah, he? he played for the Patriots. I uh, can't remember where he where he kind of 
Because I feel like he was a good player before he joined the Patriots, but he definitely played for the yeah. Patriots. Uh, and also, I think kudos to Robert Kraft for having a person of color be the head coach. I think that's, I think that's huge. Probably you know, the first he, time in their history. Yeah, and even you know, Gerard Mayo had this whole thing in his press conference about race, and I think, I think it's cool that he wasn't <clears> afraid <throat> to talk about that. Yeah, you know, some people don't want to talk about it, but it's it's there, and so I think it's it's great. I think it's awesome. I think it's a good look for the league and. Hopefully, hopefully he's the right guy for the job. Yeah, and I, I feel like this is a very Patriots move to kind of stay in-house, yeah. you know, keep this same culture that they've had. They obviously don't want him to try and be Belichick, but, you know, keep keep a good, positive culture that, that Belichick already, you know, built there. So yeah. I think that's it. I like the move. We'll see how it works out. Obviously, they got to find someone that can be a better talent evaluator than what they've had in the past. Also, the Patriots, past Patriots fans. Have patience with the Gerard Mayo. Ooh. It's not. It will not be Belichick. Have patience with the franchise of, as a whole. Honestly, it's yeah. not even just him. Yeah, you know, like they got a lot that they need to improve on. But I'll tell you this: <clears throat> nobody, and I mean nobody, feels bad for Patriots fans. Fuck no. <laughs> if any, if any friend, I mean, and, and I'm not rooting against Gerard Mayo or or the Patriots necessarily, but if any fan base deserves to, you know, rot. Yeah, it's fucking Boston. Sorry, Zoe, but fuck the Red Sox, too. <laughs> uh, Bill Belichick, like we just mentioned, he met with the Falcons. It's, this is weird. Weird. I don't get it. Weird, and is expected to interview with them for the second time. The Falcons? The only thing I could I could see him being attracted to the Falcons by is, um, I believe they still have the same owner, Arthur, what's his face? Arthur Blank. Arthur Blank. Or, yeah, Blank. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, him respecting Arthur Blank and the fact that he's been a, a quality, stable owner mm-hmm. for a long time. That's the only... I mean, obviously, they they don't have a super high draft pick. They got some decent weapons on offense. I don't think they're far away, you know, but... You need a quarterback. They need a quarterback. That's, need a quarterback. I mean, unless they're going to make Desmond, that... No, Desmond Ritter is He's not, not the guy. guy. Not the guy. You can't be. I mean, maybe they make that trade for Justin Fields. I mean, you got Kyle Pitts... You got the running back out of Texas. I can't remember his name. Uh, yeah, he's good. Fucking, you just made me forget his name. <laughs> Drake London's a good receiver. Yes. Um, Bijan Robinson. Bijan Robinson. Bijan. Yeah. Bijan. They probably need to improve defensively. It's yeah. Easy, easy thing to say. Um, and Belichick would probably help with that. Being a defensive guy. You're telling me Arthur Blank, the owner of the Falcons. Can look at Bill Belichick in the eyes and say, "I want you to be my head coach." <laughs> Given what he did to him in Super Bowl Fifty One, I mean, well, he's on. like, that's, that's a that's a that's a deep cut. That's never gonna leave. If I can't beat him, he's gonna join me. Get him. <laughs> I mean, where where are the Falcons even gonna draft? Like, what are they gonna do? They're here? around ten, something like that. It's just I I don't know. It's confusing because, I yeah, like we said, I don't know what he's gonna do with the quarterback. Yeah. I would I would offer your second round pick for Justin Fields I guess to to the Bears. Maybe. And I I don't it's just going it's going to be really weird to see him with Falcons. I and it like the the fact that he's going for a second interview makes it feel like that's yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah. But the other thing that's confusing too is like the Falcons don't really have like a rich history. They no. they want shit. <laughs> and I feel like Bill Belichick's a guy that would value history, which is why I kind of thought the Cowboys thing yeah. wasn't wasn't crazy, you know. Well, and he's going for Don Shula's record, coaching wins record. He definitely wants that. He wants as that. much as he would say, uh, it's course. not about the record. He, he wants mean, that. I mean, he has to. What, like we said, coach what at the max three more seasons. 
Because he needs like fifteen. Yeah. More, he needs like fifteen more wins. Yeah, I mean, you can do it in two. Yeah, something like that. I don't know with this Falcons team if you can. I think with the Cowboys you can win it and do it in two seasons. Yeah, as constructed right now. Yeah, I forget how many he is behind, but it's somewhere in like the. Because if it's like twenty five, that's no, for sure I, three I think, seasons. I think it's somewhere between like the fifteen eighteen range. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah I can't see him on that sideline, but we'll see. Hey, maybe that's where he wants to go. I feel like Washington at this point is the most realistic for him. Ugh. I also heard the Eagles now would hate that. <laughs> oh my god, awful. I think Washington makes sense for the same reasons that we thought Jim Harbaugh might fit there. Yeah, because new owners, he could probably have a lot of control. Um, they got the number two overall pick. You're gonna yeah. get one of those quarterbacks if you want him. Yeah, <clears throat> and. You know, Belichick is a defensive guy, so he's going to need a quarterback that can kind of, yeah. you know, be, do that thing on his own like Tom Brady did. Well, maybe going back to the rich history part of the Falcons, maybe he wants to do, hear me out, do what Brady did. And, yes, the Buccaneers have won the Super Bowl before Tom Brady won one, but a franchise that doesn't have much history like the Falcons. And be the guy that is the history. And the reason why they do well, yeah. Yeah. That, that's that's not a bad, bad theory. <clears throat> Not a bad theory at all. Uh, Jim Harbaugh has met with the Chargers. Uh, interesting stuff. Yeah. Kind of figured that that would be a good landing spot yeah. for him, like we talked about last week. Uh, they're also expected to interview Mike Rabel, which I feel like that might be a decent fit. And also, surprisingly, read today, David Shaw is going to meet with them as well. Stanford product. Yeah. I and, think and Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. I figured that David Shaw might try to get back in the coaching ranks. Wasn't sure if it would be college or NFL. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what he do, does in the NFL if he if he gets a job. He, I mean, he was pretty good at Stanford, wasn't he? Yeah, he inherited a lot though from Jim Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he he. I mean, he won a couple of big bowl games, won two Rose Bowls. I um, just I wish the Cowboys would hire Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> would you take David Shaw? <laughs> the funny thing too, though, is like. Yeah, you say David Shaw is like a disciple of Jim Harbaugh, but David Shaw ran a program that wasn't anything like what Jim Harbaugh did when they were at both at oh, really? Yeah, like yeah. he totally changed the offense. The only the only time it was similar is when he took over what when Andrew Luck was still there, but after that it was a totally different team. Uh, and of course, like we said, the Cowboys retain head coach Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I don't really know why. The rash decision would be to fire him, and I wouldn't blame Jerry for doing it. But that's not what Jerry does. No. He 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 let Jason Garrett hang on for God. a long time. This is hard to feel like that. And honestly, Jason Garrett's not near the coach that Mike McCarthy is. No, you're right. You're right. You know, pedigree or just quality. It's like, like I said earlier. It's he, he does he does when. Help, you know, he's part of the reason why we win a lot of games, and he does make us relevant. But just I think there comes a point where being relevant just isn't enough. Yeah, in a sense, you know, I mean, I know there's, you know, there's Panthers fans probably would laugh at me saying that, but it's like, <laughs> god damn, it's like you know, I think there's a different expectation being one of these blue chip franchises in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's like the Niners are the same way. Like the only reason why the Niners don't get laughed at like the Cowboys do, who haven't won a Super Bowl for ju- practically just as long. I joke about it, but it's one year longer, one year longer. Yeah, because you guys actually have have a good coach, have a good GM, have a good owner, whatever per se. 
The Niners have also been to two Super Bowls. Yeah, and have they, been to they've been to the championship, championship games. Game. So yeah. that's Cowboys like, haven't really. Yeah, you just got to do like if you do the Cowboys are consistently doing that kind of thing. Yeah, maybe not even going to multiple Super Bowls. Maybe going to one but still kind of flirting around with this championship game. Yeah, maybe a close divisional loss type deal. It's different. That's just not the case for them right now. Yeah, it's also, you know, fair or not, it's the the brand. It's the America's yeah. team bullshit. Yeah. You yeah. know. Right now we're not we're America's toilet. <laughs> we are not. I mean, I mean, we'll we will always be America's team. <laughs> we will always be America's team. I will not concede to that. But we are right now, and I feel like America's toilet. So that's that. Uh, speaking of head coaches, still Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni, future still uncertain. Which, wow, this guy <laughs> led them to the he Super Bowl. Was a, he was fucking a. Mount Everest last year. <laughs> and they were this close. Yeah. Ask Nevin fans how that is against Mahomes. This close. <laughs> yep. That's why you got to finish the game. Yep. I I mean, I've never liked... I no. didn't even like Nick Sirianni last year. Don't like him now. He just... He's cocky. He doesn't even seem like he actually is a great coach, to be completely honest. Um, you know, it's... People have been bringing it up lately about how bad his opening interview or like press conference mm-hmm. was. For, totally forgot about that, but you can't you can't you know flush that out down the toilet mm-hmm. because you know maybe he really just isn't that guy, that guy. I kind of forgot that this is his third year. Thought it was yeah. only his second. I mean, it sounds biased because I'm a Cowboys fan, but I don't like his demeanor at all. He's he's a prick. It just doesn't, <laughs> doesn't seem like it's professional. Yeah. And I don't know if that's what they were going for when they hired him. Like, oh, he's one of us in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. But at what point is that starting to hurt you? But and I think Eagles fans are probably ready for him to to yeah. go. Like, there was that clip in the Super Bowl last year that I don't remember seeing live. When he was like looking over at the Chiefs bench and he was saying, oh yeah like the hand he's like bring it you know he does that and kind then of Jalen Hurts was the one it was like bro like like, like put his hand down like yeah. stop and he gave him and Sirianni gave him this smirk that yeah. like. Like he gave him that smirk, like Dude, we're gonna be child. He gave him that smirk, like we're gonna beat him in this game, and they did not. Yeah, love that. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, he's he's, he's childish. He like, and he's actually one of the youngest coaches, actually, head coaches yeah. in the NFL. Didn't realize that either. But yeah, fuck him. <laughs> he's nothing without his assistant coaches. Clearly, oh, he's not. Uh, we also mentioned also you know Jason Kelsey, obviously. Expected to retire, hasn't really said it, but it's probably going to happen. He's pretty much said everything except it. <laughs> also, Pacers, they acquire Pascal Siakam from the Raptors in a three-team trade. I, I like the move for the Pacers. They're kind of going for it. Obviously, they're probably not going to go to even the Eastern Conference Finals, but I yeah. think with this move, they are going to make a, a, a good team uncomfortable in the first round, at the very least. Yeah. Especially after being pretty pretty bad last year, you got a score. Uh, yeah, Pacers are up seventy nine to seventy five. Which why is this game already that far into it? it might start a little early. Or is it what what quarter? Is it third? Uh, six and a half left in the third. Oh, okay. I mean, this is nice because when I saw the score up there, they were kicking their ass by almost twenty. The Pacers were. Yeah. Yeah. So that's nice for the Kings. Um, I don't think Siakam is playing. No. Not surprising. I think they no. just acquired him yeah, exactly. yesterday. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I like the move. I actually, uh, I kind of like to find clips of JJ Reddick's podcast because I, I like his analysis on basketball. And he said that, um, so 
Tyrese Halliburton has like the most assists in transition this year in the NBA, mm. and Pascal Siakam has the most points in transition in the NBA. So like that. you could find that to be a perfect fit. Yeah. So interesting analysis by JJ. Um, but yeah, that that could be money for them. I, I still don't see like Pascal Siakam's a nice player. Probably like a a. A third best player, a really good third best player on like a potential championship team, maybe a decent second best player. Yeah. Um, and it'll be interesting to see if they try to sign him to an extension. I don't. The Pacers are kind of in a tweener mode where they got obviously got Halliburton that's pretty pretty exciting, but they don't have a ton around him. But they're they're uh, who's the who's the coach that came from the Mavericks that's coaching them uh, now? Uh, I like him. He he, look, he looks like Jim Carrey. <laughs> Does look yeah, bald Jim Carrey, <laughs> uh, Rick, uh, Rick Rick Carlisle. Carlisle. Yeah, he's a good coach. I like what he's doing there. He so. definitely looks like Jim Carrey. Yeah, and they they have like the fastest pace offense in NBA history. So, I do. So I, fun to watch. I, I like to pick up. So it does seem like a kind of a win now, or you know, or try to get be competitive to, now. Kind yeah, of be move. competitive yeah. now. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I don't see this propelling them to. I can't even see them beating like Philly, who we like always shit on for crumbling the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. But they're, they're just trying. They're trying to build. Trying to. Build. I like teams that go for it. Yeah, because so I know the Warriors were kind of in on him. I know the Kings were talking about yeah. wanting to get him. Didn't happen. Well, because I think, I think he had told the Kings he wouldn't sign. An extension. He wouldn't sign an extension. Yeah. So the Kings were like, "What's the point?" Right. Totally get that. And the Warriors. Uh, I don't know if he said the same thing to them as he did the Kings. I think. Well, so they gave up three first rounders. I saw. Yeah. Which that's a lot. That's a lot, but at the same time, draft picks are fucking. Mm-hmm. We talk about first round draft picks in the NFL being coin flips. They're even they're further from coin flips in the NBA. They're they're really Unless not as valuable as you think. Yeah, because even you get someone like a Zion, he's had his issues. You get like what? But, I mean, but you're not even draft. You're most likely when you make these trades to get first round picks, you're probably drafting in the bottom ten. Yeah. Realistically, you're not getting a, a top five pick. Yeah. It's very rare. Where you you trade a first round pick and it turns out to be a top five pick. Look at this replay. Anthony Edwards. Pump fake, off the glass, just okay. easy dunk. Okay, Michael. He's he's nice. I like he him. He looks like Michael Jordan. He kinda does. He, he kinda plays does. like him. I the number five is just atrocious. I can't get it. I can't I can never get behind that. Uh, I I don't mind five. Because like, you don't like seven either. I don't mind seven. I'm I'm kind of I'm getting better with seven. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting better with seven. Who who wears seven now that you you don't mind it? Uh, CJ Stroud. There you go. I'm getting used to I it. I forgot he wears seven. I'm, yeah. get, I'm getting used to it. He was seven in Ohio State. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But five, I just, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I've always thought like five, five and seven reminded me of like your, uh, your shortstops or your, Second or your, or your, or all well, your shortstops are like your quarterbacks, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, so that guy that's yeah. like, like seven, that plays both at, in high school, you know, he's an asshole. No, <laughs> number seven. John Elway. Yeah. It's just John Elway. That's a good call. But yeah, I'm, I'm coming around to seven. Because I love... CJ Stroud is really cool. I like the way he plays. I think he's a baller. And um, he's also a man of faith. I don't know if you saw that... Uh, <laughs> yeah, what was up with that? That edit? By NBC, NBC, NBC. Is that, is yeah. that real? So I want to say when... Because when, me and Danny went out and watched the game at uh, Palisades. That game? And we saw... Yeah. And we and I remember him saying the, the full one. But then, I, so I don't know if like that report that came out is like. BS. Maybe there was like a replay when they were, like, and they they cut that part out. 
Because I kind of remember him saying like the whole Lord and blah blah blah. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that is, it's it's weird. It's I a mean, little fishy. I, I don't know the full context of that the tweets that I saw about yeah. it, but it looks like some social media BS a little bit. Yeah, right. I, to me, if that, I mean the NFL, why wouldn't they want to get people who love Jesus on board? Because everybody get everyone on board. Yeah, you get most people on board if you do that. Yeah, I mean they love Tim Tebow. They're already stealing Jesus's day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the NFL owns Sundays. Yeah, I love Jesus. Does sorry anymore. about the church. <laughs> so that's. If that's the case, kind of a Bush League move by the NFL, but I just don't see that being the case. I don't, I'd yeah. Really, I'd be really surprised. I'd, I'd, because I'm Cause, almost cause positive. There are a lot of middle America, middle America that watch the NFL. Oh, fuck it. And Especially those, in Texas. So you kidding and me? from what I've heard, <laughs> most people love their faith. Yeah. And I've heard Brock Purdy talk about his faith. Yeah. Brock Purdy's a man of faith. I, so I, I don't, now that we talk about it, I don't really believe that. Yeah. Or I don't know. I think it's a, it's a, Social media ploy it's like a, to create uh, some BS. It's a like clickbait. Yeah, clickbait. Hundred percent clickbait. So I'm not a man of faith, but CJ Stroud, I'm glad that you are. You do you. Um, we didn't do this. We no, should. No, 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 get this out of here. <laughs> get that button out of here. <laughs> what time is it? It is time for last call. That was easy. <laughs> that button is retired until <laughs> September. Actually, no. That button should not be used. Uh, don't do a Danny like that. <laughs> until the Cowboys win their next playoff game. So, never? Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, um, what, do you, uh, what have you? <clears throat> Caleb Williams declared for the NFL draft. Yep, officially. Officially. Did you hear this other news? The Bears thing? Is, yeah. that, is that real? What do you mean? You tell me what you're going to say. About Cliff Kingsbury? Oh, okay. No, we're talk- talking about something different. Okay. You, my, mine's not important. You tell me what you mean. <laughs> I think what I saw is fake. Okay. More, so, more clickbait. So, uh, apparently, Bears are in talks with Cliff Kingsbury to be their offensive coordinator. Okay. Who was Caleb's offensive coordinator at USC. Okay. Because it worked out for Cliff in that Arizona, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, he'd be OC, not a head coach. Oh, know, okay. Just okay, okay. plays. Because they're going to have... They're uh, going to keep Eberflus. Great last name. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, what 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 uh, BS did you hear about? It was something about how if he he wanted to know if the Bears were going to draft him because if they were that he wasn't going to declare. Like it, it was total bullshit. Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna so he wouldn't go to where to Washington or somewhere? well, no, like like he he wanted to know if this is all fake, mind you. Yeah, I, I later found out, but I think it was something along the lines of he wanted the Bears to let him know. If they were going to draft him number one, and then that, he would decide, because then he would then he would decide if he would declare it. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah, which wasn't the case. That uh, sounds like BS. <clears throat> so, but I'll say this, Caleb Williams. I know you played in Oklahoma a little bit, but have fun going from LA to Chicago. <laughs> That's going to be tough. Yeah, That's going to be cold. It's a different for sure. Tough market too. Chicago fans expect a lot. Bears haven't been good in a long time, at least not consistently. Yeah. I went to the Super Bowl in 08, whatever it was. Six, six, seven, five. Yeah, six, six. Seven. Something like that. Devin Hester ran back a touchdown, and that was it. The opening touchdown. <laughs> yeah. Rex Grossman. The Rex. Was the quarterback. <laughs> yeah. That's, Dude. Rex Grossman against. I want to know what the line was for that game. Because you tell me Rex Grossman against Peyton Manning. Think that, of, that to me sounds like a bad. Think about some of the quarterbacks that went to Super Bowls in the early 2000s. Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson Trent won. Dilfer. Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer won. He played against Kerry Collins, right? Ooh. For the Giants. <laughs> oh, Trent Dilfer did. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giants, they, they, yeah. It's bad. <laughs> it's a terrible bad. Super Bowl. I mean, even obviously Tom Brady is now the goat. But when Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl, he wasn't the fucking reason they were there. And who did he play? Jake Delhomme. Uh, he did eventually. Yeah. First or, one was. First one was the Rams. Kurt Warner. The Rams. Yeah, yeah they beat Kurt Warner. So that's a good. That's a good quarterback. So they they played the Rams. They beat the Eagles and Donovan McNabb. So it was was it the Rams. Panthers and then and then Eagles, Eagles okay. yeah. yeah. But there were some bad ones. Some I mean, yeah, Jake DeLone wasn't great. Yeah, Matt Hasselbeck, he was decent, but yeah, took the Seahawks. They lost to second year Ben yeah. Roethlisberger. Yeah, yeah. That's there, kind of about it. But that's there were some. Yeah, it's not stellar. Yeah, exactly. It's not stellar. I all. mean it. it, it and it took Peyton Manning a long, lot longer than everyone yeah. would have thought to win a Super Bowl. That's on how good it was. Rex Grossman against Peyton Manning. That's terrible. That's like, it's got to be one of the. Who, like, was, who was after that? I mean, obviously we got a really good one with Drew Brees and Peyton Manning a few years after that. I mean, you could say like Kaepernick, <clears throat> Joe Flacco. That's yeah, like, I mean, hi- in hindsight, hindsight's not, not super sexy. A super sexy matchup. But both those teams were were good. I mean, Nick Foles <laughs> won Super Bowl MVP against Tom Brady. Right. Trying to think who was between those two Colts Super Bowls. Oh, Patriots lost to Eli. Manning. Yeah, and then there was one other one. You could do like uh, I mean, I mean Kurt Kurt. Oh yeah, yeah. Kurt Warner, Ben Roethlisberger, but that that's was like a pretty good one. Actually. Towards Kurt Warner's. And was that was that at the year after Peyton and Drew Brees faced off? Saints. Yeah, I think it was. Because that was like oh nine. Yeah, it? somewhere around there. And then there were twenty ten. I feel like there's one we're missing. I can't remember it, but maybe we got them all, and I'm tripping. Yeah. For the most part, it's good quarterbacks, but they got those, they have the stinkers. Yeah, but nowadays, like if you're not, if you're in the Super Bowl with a not top ten quarterback, that's surprising. Yeah, it's I mean Brock Purdy this year, you know, he's gonna be in the Super Bowl, and, <laughs> and he's like maybe top ten. No, Brock Purdy's better than that. He's pretty good. He's high. He's high. Um, you got anything else? I'll save it till when you're done. Yep. Uh, the Giants did hire Dusty Baker to be a special advisor. It's kind of cool. Dusty. He retired as a manager, but he moved back to his home in the Bay Area, and he's going to join the Giants because he wanted to stay in baseball, which I think is pretty cool. That's cool. I like. I, I don't think that you could really put a def- definitive like impact that he's going to have, but. Dusty's a fucking baseball guy. Like he's been in baseball for yeah. so long, yeah. like probably fifty years, if yeah. not more. Yeah. So I definitely respect his his uh, take on the game, and he's won at many levels. So not a bad guy to have in yeah. front office. Also, as we expected, Joe Thorne is going to get his number nineteen retired by the Sharks next season. That's well deserved. A pretty easy one. Yeah. Pretty easy one to do during the Sharks' uh, run of. I mean, they're going to suck next year, too. So, it's <laughs> yeah. Give the, give the fans a reason to come out. <laughs> Joe's a, a Bay Area legend. Whether you're a hockey fan or not, he's he's uh, one of the best guys to ever come through the Bay Area, Bay Area as an athlete. So. Well, didn't we talk about this a couple weeks ago? Like, the next guy after Marlowe. Yeah, like, when Marlowe was getting his number tired, we, we pretty much were like, yeah, Joe's he's, he's next. And Patty had to be the first guy. Yes. No question about it. Had to be. But... Like we talked about, Joe Thorne's argu- arguably the best player that's ever played for the Sharks. So yeah, 
Because he won the MVP. He won an MVP. You know, Marlo never even touched that, did nah, he? No, never was close. Marlo was great. But, but he was, was their first draft pick, wasn't he? He was the number one, or second overall. <laughs> well, you know the story. Uh, I don't think I do. Do I, do I want to know? 1997 draft, I believe it was. Joe Thornton drafted number one overall by the Bruins. The Bruins, okay. And Marlo number two by the Sharks. Uh, okay. And they eventually played together like seven, eight years later. And did he win MVP for the Bruins, too? No. Oh, okay. It was it was the year he was traded to the Sharks, uh, okay. which was it happened early in the year. He was traded to the Sharks and had just a monster season That's as right. one MVP. Yeah, good for him. Well deserved. Should we go to that game? I'd be done. Sick. Just make sure Danny brings his like <laughs> extra small Joe Thornton jersey. <laughs> yeah. That that jersey is clean, by the way. I love that jersey. Yeah, but it's definitely a little tight on him. I might wait till uh, till the Joe Pavelski jersey. You, you think it'll happen? I hope so. I mean. He's not Joe Pavelski's not to the level of these guys, but if you're going to retire a number, like you could argue, Joe Pavelski might have been the best captain in the Sharks, Sharks history. I mean, when we went to the game where he came back, that game that was unbelievable. They I didn't cry, but I got misty. Five I, minute, I can't lie. Five minutes standing up. Yeah, I think yeah, I still I, I might have got, that video. I might be phone. exaggerating, but it was long. It, it was it was a good good one. It even, got, sure. even got to the point where he was like, "All right, let's wrap this up," yeah. you know, a little bit because you know you got to start the game eventually, right? I think he even went back on the bench and then like had to come back out to like say thanks, but yeah. let's let's play a game. Congrats to Joe. Yeah. Awesome. No doubt. Awesome. And we will end this podcast like we always do until March. Emerson, did you watch any college basketball this week? You know what? Yes, I did. I did too. What did you watch? I got lured in by the Brownie hype last night. Did you watch it last night? A little bit. A little <laughs> I, bit. I caught a little bit too. <laughs> yeah. So Fantastic. Like 8 o'clock, I turned over to ABC to see if the Laker uh, game was still on. It had just ended. There was not a lot on last night. And during LeBron's interview, they said, oh, Brownie's uh, playing on ESPN, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I was like, whatever, I'll go fucking check it out. Because they're playing Arizona, who's a good team. They're ranked 12th. Yeah. Um, they are ranked 12th. Yeah. Bear down. So, yeah. Shout, watched, out, to, shout out to Monica, who we'll see tomorrow. Yeah. Bear down. That's right. Watch him play. I mean, to be honest... Dude's not a lottery pick. No. Just based on what I saw. Like, you, you can't tell me he's a lottery pick just because his last name was James. Well, I hate to say this, but I think the only reason why people are considering him a lottery pick or a high draft pick or a first-round draft pick is because I would think franchises and front offices know that if they draft him, LeBron is going to want to play with him. Either that or... Or it, at the very minimum, like the, you know, the outside, you know, media and, and like everything that comes with it's kind of like the, the Otani effect. Like you're gonna get all that you're attention. Gonna, you're gonna generate revenue. Yeah, and in the revenue and all that good stuff. So and do I do I think that's <clears throat> is that fair to somebody who has worked their ass off? Not to say Bronny hasn't, but somebody who may be a little more deserving to be drafted as high as he does. That's not fair. I mean, I guess I would say. You know, good luck to the franchise that drafts him, and he turns out to a bus, like, to, or to be a bus. Because wouldn't to, feel bad for you. Because to, to be me, honest, to me, if Bronny enters the draft this year, it's almost like I don't even think he'd be ready. I feel like he'd almost be doing his dad. Yeah, what has he played? Like a few games. It almost be. I'd almost feel like he's doing his dad a favor because he knows his dad has such a short. Time to play, left. You know, such yeah. a, like, his time is limited now. He's older. I mean, he's still playing great at this age, but he's not going to play. Like if Bronny wanted to be in college for another three or four years, 
Like that's too much. That's too long for LeBron. Oh yeah, LeBron wouldn't be around then. I don't. I don't think. I think I LeBron's got maybe like two, two years after this at most. If if you know if that was better. So I mean I I hope, <clears throat> and I don't think LeBron thinks that way. I really hope he doesn't. So I I wish I just hope Bronny can do what's best for him. Yeah. And I think staying in school and developing your game would be very beneficial and you enjoy college a little bit. The only way I think it would make sense for him to come out this year is if he finishes the year really strong and, and starts showing out a little bit. But watching him play, that hasn't, I, just, that I, I don't see it. Not yet, anyways. You know? Honestly, I turned the game on last time. I'm like, oh yeah, Brownie's on the yeah. He's on the- You know who's also on USC? Pippen. No, Dennis Rodman's kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dennis Dennis Jr., yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Devin said the same thing to me. Yeah, which is funny. He's actually a graduate transfer to USC. Oh, yeah. Because he played all four years at Washington State before this. Also, Dennis Rodman got the most atrocious face tattoo of his current girl that he has. I sent it to you. Yeah. That was pretty good. Go look it up on his Instagram account because... I, mean, I know Dennis Rodman's one of one, and he's just different. Yeah, <laughs> but he got straight up a huge, like full right cheek tattoo of his current girl. Who, I you know, if they stay together forever, that's great. But it's probably gonna be an ex <laughs> you know, sometime soon. Knowing him, knowing him, not likely. And it's like, I don't know. Like you're getting a full blown. Like you're not. You're not one of these. You're not a rapper. You're not one of these guys. You're not yeah. post. You know. You're not, you're not Stitches. Shout out Stitches. Stitches. <laughs> Terrible rapper. It's Dennis Rodman, I, uh, I don't know. I respect you. I do. You, you are yourself. He's different. That. He's different. He's 100% different. He's like uh, two chains. He's different. <laughs> yeah, he's different. And with that being said, we will see you guys <laughs> next week. Next week. <laughs> It's easy to say next week. Yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We will see you next time. Peace. Peace.